0: Hi guys, uh, the episode that you're just about to listen to is generously sponsored by our affiliates, Board Game Crate. Board Game Crate uh, provide a monthly subscription service where they get fresh new games delivered straight to your door. Just head over to www.boardgamecrate.co.uk and furthermore, if you use our discount code UnluckyFrog is awesome, all lowercase, all one word, you'll get a cheeky little discount. It's easy to remember because it's true.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, welcome to the Lucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your usual hosts,
1: Josh Hartley, Ben Porter, Tom Mannering. How are we all doing? Yep. Yeah. We are sitting in... Coventry? Hope, yeah. I'm very tired. Yes. Yeah. yeah um, we are extremely sweaty. It's about 23 degrees down in Coventry. Mm-hmm. Um, add to that, we've been in our convention centre. Yeah, so we've had the heat
0: the, the heat of tens of thousands of nerds yes. as well. Uh, because we, it is, of course, UK Games Expo. We're recording hey, this. Woo, woo, woo. We're co- recording this on, very enthusiastic, uh, recording this on the Saturday evening. So we thought we'd give you a little update so that we could get this out to you in time. And yes. then we'll have our, our full roundup. Uh, next time, of so, course. Yes, so I mean, we came we came down on Thursday, uh, during the day, got checked in. Um, little issue with our but that's all right. Yeah. Um, it's all right now. T- Tom looking slightly to at the mention of that issue.
2: And breeze past it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so,
0: skipping along. Uh, we went to the breast night,
1: uh, which was a lot bigger than it was last year. I, if I recall I would say it was probably about two to three times the size of what they had last year mm-hmm. uh i mean you you weren't there so i was not um what, what did you think of it then as someone who had never i really enjoyed it i thought it was, it was a really interesting experience uh,
2: uh lots of people uh all had their, their wares out to show you their games uh good in-depth discussion with designers um people that provide things distributors Publishers, those two things yeah. yep uh, Manufacturing, as you can tell, my brain is well yeah. there. <laughs> uh, the people that give you the things. Uh, I thought it was really good though, really, really nice atmosphere, loads of stuff to look
1: at. It took us, I think, about two and a half hours to mm. get through yeah. everything, and we were split up for a good portion of that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and we still didn't stop and speak to everybody. No. So that tells you just how big it was. Mm-hmm.
0: We we did get to have a crack at uh, quite a few games, though. Uh, we went over to Brain Games and tried Snowman Dice and Team 3 yeah. as well. In fact, you may well have seen the video of me expertly uh, detailing instructions without speaking. As,
1: as sarcastic as you are there, I don't think you were that bad at it, because they did manage to, to put together the... Mm-hmm. So, so for um for people who don't know um about Team Three, it's um you get these fantastic uh, c- um, pieces within Tec- the game. They look like yeah, the Tetris. it's Tetris blocks. blocks. Um, and what happens is, uh, one player in this case it was Josh, um, mm-hmm. is given a card that the others aren't allowed to look at, and it's got a specific arrangement for the Tetris blocks. Yeah, to be stacked. Um, Josh can only sign. To one other player, what he sees. And that other player is only allowed to interpret uh, via speech mm-hmm. uh, what Josh is signing to him to the player that sat at the desk trying yeah. to interpret. That person trying to build it
0: is blindfolded. Yep. So you can't see what you're building. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a neat game, it was quite fun. Over quite quickly, but um, I mean, I suppose it's entirely down to how many rounds you play, and I think I make a good party game because you can you can effectively race people. There's but been a
1: definite it, shift, I think, just you know on on the subject of Team Three. Um, we noticed this at the press preview event. Um, th- there seems to be a, a trend within the market towards um, like small party games and just small lighter games in general yeah mm-hmm. um, I th- and i think actually um spiel diaris this year echoes that as well because the three nominees were all party and card games yeah
0: yeah so uh so so we checked that out um i mean other we, we managed to swing by the um uh stand with the new ticket to ride london we've got a review copy as well so we'll, uh, yeah. we'll be having,
2: having a look at that in due course we played uh, an interesting round of letter jam as well that we
1: was, did, that was tough
2: I really want to have a proper go at that uh, I, I
0: kept walking past Czech games um, like throughout the course of
1: today and uh, no no availability at all yeah because we, we tried to get to Sanctum mm-hmm. as well which is, uh, I can't believe it's not Diablo Yeah, the, yeah. the board game uh, and I thought we we'd secured
0: ourselves a spot but it turns out that um, that they the guy running it didn't realize that a, a meeting a, a, like a press meeting had been booked in for that slot so we were we were kicked off our table by none other than the polyhedron collider guys yeah. so
1: and we and we will never forget <laughs> the North remembers <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, do anything else at the press event? At the press event, um, we we did get a little go of Snowman Dice by Brain yes. Games as well, didn't we? That was the one that Josh sent him flying across like half the convention yeah. hall. But uh, it's, uh, Snowman Dice is a really neat game. Mm. Uh, again, another, I think you get 20 mm-hmm. of the unique dice with it, and then you get like a little poll token. Yeah, just to. <laughs> Race too. You, you're trying to build a snowman. Yeah, using you build them as quick as you can. Yeah, yeah. Then... it's, ki- it's kind of like the Beetle Drive idea where mm-hmm. you need to like roll the dice and you need to get mm-hmm. certain faces to build your snowman properly, and then you need to run them to the North Pole while they're flicking snowballs. Actually, yeah, to knock him <laughs> <of them>. over. Yeah, <laughs> that was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you got a game of that. I I got a quick look at it, but mm-hmm. didn't really get to to play it properly, but. Brain games. I think ever since we discovered Ice Cool as a company, that we've been paying yeah, very close. Consistently attention. impressed. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what um, what else did we check
0: out? There was uh, we we spent a lot of time at the press event, just just chatting and like setting up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing seeing some uh, game more other games in more depth over the weekend. Um, like like you 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 have said it a couple of times but you know compared to last year where we found it was just um you know handing out business cards yeah uh this was a
1: lot more involved yeah um
0: a lot more space as well which was nice
1: yeah um I, th- I think last year we actually came late we we got there about eight o'clock seven eight o'clock i think it was Mhm. and we just mulled about for an hour and then left whereas we were there for a while We was there for about three hours.
2: Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And it flew in. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I got to the end of it. I think I said to you when we were leaving, I can't believe it's nine o'clock already. I know. Um, Yeah. It just, it shot in. Yeah.
1: Good fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Friday morning, and uh, we made a point of trust paints as quickly as possible before. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: this is the new paint range from Games Workshop, and the idea being that... um, they Because they, they, they've actually introduced new terminology that they, they touched upon at the preview mm-hmm. that we went to later in the day, where they're talking about having battle-ready armies, mm-hmm. which is similar to... I mean, the community's been using the the phrase tabletop standard for mm-hmm. a long time, right? Mm. What was the other one? It was battle-ready. and, and Parade-ready. Parade parade-ready, yeah. Because yeah. I went I over to you in the, the main and was like, what, yeah. what are they talking about? Yeah, so so parade-ready is this idea that, you know... You, it's ready for armies and parade. That's mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the aim primarily of the contrast paints is to make it easier for people to get their armies painted. And do they succeed? I think
0: so. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the first one I tried was yellow because it's a notoriously difficult color to... To paint well, and uh, I, I want to paint my Primaris Marines as Imperial Fists. So they, so they, had, like,
1: they had big boxes at the end of each table mm-hmm. of just like sprues of the push fit. Yeah. Many. So it was, it was Stormcast Eternals and Space Marines, mm-hmm. and they were primed in two different colours. Yeah, the,
0: the, the, with the contrast paints, they're bringing out two new primers, which is like a bluey, like off white, and a, a sort of
1: bone. Cool and of, a, warm. a sort of magnolia yeah mm-hmm. uh, for, for like you saying warmer tones and then a sort of egg shelly uh, white colour
0: mm-hmm. yeah and the reason they are bringing these new primers out is two reasons actually one they they need a primer where if you're using contrast paints you want a, a primer that's very smooth mm-hmm. um, which uh, their the white primer is typically quite good actually but it can be so a bit textured
1: it's a bit um the the Korax white one I think you're, mm-hmm. that you're talking about yeah um can be a bit a bit fussy yeah know. a bit it's temperamental a bit, it can be a bit dusty sometimes yeah, yeah. almost yeah yeah if you don't hold it exactly horizontally mm-hmm. um, twenty centimeters away mm-hmm. and you don't shake it like a dog shaking a chicken <laughs> before you before you use it then it's going to go on badly. Mm, yeah. And like some people are even saying, like, you need to put it in warm water before mm. you use it as well, which is. I've not heard that. You know, that. no. And yeah. the, like, I've been in big debates in the, the groups about yeah. this primer because people are saying, oh, you're not using it properly. But so, then I, but the thing that I've yeah. argued is, why should you have to go to such extraordinary lengths to use a spray can? Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that with any of the other rattle cans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that you have to take out for dinner at least once,
0: like, like a gentleman, like a gentleman, yeah, you considered laughing
1: there and then stopped yourself,
2: with good reason, yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) it was slightly repulsive, to be honest, because I thought it was, yeah, it was kind of funny, and I thought actually, um, it's a bit gross, (laughs) <laughs> Envisioning yourself sat in awareness with your your can of, uh, <laughs> can of primer, of yeah. just let stand up from the table. That I, I'm sorry, I I can't do this. Can't do <laughs> this, this isn't it's, me. It's not it's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Josh I, looks kind of heartbroken. How's
0: this turned into <laughs> breaking up with a can of primer? <laughs> <laughs> Back to contrast paints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second reason they've done these uh, these new uh, uh, primers is because contrast paints are actually like translucent, and what you paint over is important. You know, um, most most paints to some degrees are yellows. Like a, a again a typical example.
1: Yeah, they're but they're the, not they're not really like glazes or no brushes, exactly. They're, they're they're sort of like artists inks. Yeah. I think, I think they, shares, they share sort of a family
2: with washers. Yeah. But they're a different animal. Yeah,
1: they've got, they've got a similar uh, consistency mm-hmm. to them, but they've got much, much higher uh, pigmentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: so the end result is you've got this paint that's really smooth to apply, uh, and it does it behaves in a lot of ways like... Uh, Their the range of washes, you know, you uh, and this the some of the things you, you do need to be mindful of when you're using it is don't let it pool just like a wash mm-hmm. because that will mean you get tide marks which don't look very good. Um, but overall, I think um, for me, they achieve what they set out to do in 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 that it's going to make painting lots of infantry a bit quicker. Um, because you are effectively cutting cutting out a step you, it's a base coat and a shade in one yeah. uh, but uh, as you've been saying previously that the, there's probably a load of technical things that you can do with it and it's a, another tool
1: yeah uh, that can be used for painting miniatures yeah like I'd said in the, the little video that um, that we made while we were using the paints mm-hmm. Uh, like i was saying in the the little video that we made uh while we were using the the paints personally it's not going to change the way that i do most of my painting Mm -hmm. but it's going to make a lot of things easier Mm -hmm. um like blending skin they see that is the Gilliman flesh yeah you were you were really impressed with the flesh Yeah. yeah um, but, but effectively for a lot of people it's going to act as a base coat and a shade in one layer right? yeah I mean basically
0: for for my Imperial Fists I'm probably going to use the yellow to get the majority of the armour done and then go to conventional paints for like the detail work on top of it Yeah. but uh, no overall I was pretty impressed with it. it Does does what it sets out to do I think uh, I'll, I'll get a better idea of it once I've had a chance to um, actually paint several minis with it.
1: Yeah.
2: So what else did we get up to on Friday? There
0: are... Uh, um, we did uh, swing by uh, Drawn to the Flames live show. Uh, Pete has been to a couple of our live shows kindly, so yeah, uh, yeah, we really wanted
1: to return the
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was really entertaining. I arc him a lot more than I do.
1: Um, um, yeah, I, I still think, compared to most people there, I uh, uh, I'm a dabbler, yeah <laughs> because there was mechanics there they were talking about that um I had never heard of they mm. were they were hardcore I mean, oh yeah like yeah. they were like you know you're in our house now yeah I mean nevertheless it, it was still entertaining um, yeah and they've got a great rapport mm-hmm. uh, Peter and Frank because it's it's that <laughs> i I really like Frank's delivery because he <laughs> it, it's that a lot of the time you'll have is he being sincere? <laughs> is he being an arse? You know?
2: It was weird for me because I, I don't play outcome at all. I've never uh-huh. played it. I, I'm not familiar with the show. Uh-huh. I have very little frame of reference. And I still found it quite entertaining yeah. throughout. Uh, there were a couple of bits that lost me just due to my yeah. own lack of knowledge, I think, more than anything else. But I thought the two of them had great yeah. banter. They had good good banter with the, the, the audience as well. Um, they did a little quiz
1: as well they did a little little quiz the audience yeah that was the bit that lost me because I
2: was just I don't know
1: what you're talking about I think the big thing for them though was that they actually spoiled a couple of things. yeah that was really cool yeah yeah. Um, Asmodee let them show off Mark 1 hand grenade that's right a guardian card sure <laughs> um, that's, that's, yeah, it's the Guardians are oh, like the fighter type. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and then there was the the new companion card, the, the, the yeah, the tarot yeah. reader, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And that, that was the bit where i was like, right now I'm lost <laughs> <laughs> because the the tarot mechanic I think is a, re- a recent introduction mm-hmm. to, it. and because I've I've really just started playing the Kirkossa stuff yeah but there's there's been the whole Carcosa cycle and there's the Forgotten Age mm-hmm. um, and a couple of others mm. but yeah so they had a good turnout for it as well yeah, yeah, I, yeah I really so,
0: it so, so that was cool and then we went to, along to the Warhammer community preview uh, yeah. and You'll we'll see all the spoilers uh, that they released uh, on 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 their website. As we were what, what told was, on several occasions, yeah. we couldn't
1: take photos. <laughs> so they, there wasn't anything really massive. It really was mm. just um, updates on things. Up, yeah. well, more specifically, it was uh, model ranges for mm-hmm, existing yeah. games that were being revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the two stand out for me were the 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 Popo. For Necromunda, <laughs> yeah, five all. Uh, the Polis, the Polis uh, for Necromunda, yeah. um, and the uh, I think they're called the the Corvus Cabal. Yeah, the for Raven. Warcry. Raven yeah.
2: Chaos Cult. I I was I was psyched about the Blackstone Fortress expansion that's coming out. Uh, although I don't, the the room atmosphere did not convey the similar so sort of excitement like the, There was that thought. sort
1: of applause it sounded like chips frying. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> it a uh, golf loved, clap. <laughs> I was just going to
0: say the golf clap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, I think uh, I think that may have partially been a little bit of um, the sort of what do you know? What's the etiquette here from the audience? But then, mm-hmm. to be honest, the the. The hero models that are all in that expansion have already been revealed, mm-hmm. so I think a little bit of it was confusion because is
2: it combat arena is it I think it's called yeah 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 it's,
1: it's like a standalone board game mm-hmm. which is not being sold within Europe mm-hmm. yeah um, but I think for me when I saw it I was watching most of the time like I've seen all these before mm. yeah. Uh, with, like, excluding the, the chaos stuff mm-hmm. and I dare say a lot of other people were like mm. what? Where, where have I seen that? yeah really? it was new for me and like I, yeah. I love Blackstone Fortress
2: so I was a bit more like I'm into this but yeah as you say there it was, it was kind of awkward silence yeah. like you could have heard a pin drop when mm-hmm. the video finished and even like the two guys that were presenting it were a bit sort of like
1: there you go that's that's that, that. that. <laughs> really awkward silence yeah I think the, the other reveal was the Wood Elves for Blood Bowl. Yes. Yeah, they look
0: uh, yeah they, they're good sculpts, as, as we've come yeah. to expect now. Um, they are evil in Blood Bowl. Not not by law, but just by being so annoying.
1: I, I always did all right against Wood Elves, mm. because dwarves just beat the ball up.
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> I, yeah, my experience was uh, I could never catch them like a, yeah. a, the greased up death guy from family <laughs> <laughs> guy <inside laughs> gripping gripping the ball just going you ain't never gonna catch me <laughs> slipping through your lines yeah.
1: uh, down yeah. to the touchdown uh, touch <laughs> but that's, that's the thing about elves in general in Blood Bowl isn't yeah. its Is they're yeah. very very agile but if you catch them they're probably going to die like, yeah. g- like quite literally yeah. they might die
2: Yeah, just fall to pieces yeah and then we had uh, we had the Q and A with them after that as well.
1: That was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you you actually uh, worked for Games Workshop once I upon a time. I did indeed. Um, it was really interesting hearing your perspective on it because you said that there was a marked difference in mm-hmm. the, the tone mm-hmm. of the seminar compared to if they'd hosted a similar event say six years ago. Yeah, when I when I worked for
2: them, seminars that I saw uh, were more almost uh, prophesizing. <laughs> kind of the crowd you know you're telling them things Mm -hmm. Um, Q&A's aspects were very brief Um, this was I would say 60 to 75% Q&A over the products maybe even more Uh Um, and it was a very very relaxed almost casual discussion as if you were having a coffee with them yeah. rather than you know them kind of giving you information and you just having to kind of lap it up yeah. Um, and the way they delivered it was just totally different it was very relaxed it was very kind of um, forthright. Uh, th- there was no kind
1: of I don't want to say cloak and dagger aspect, but sort of politicking. No, I yeah. don't know what you mean. It was. It, it's like it's almost like a. I I hesitate to say it a bit, but like a political party where you get like the party whip, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and everyone's toeing the party line. Because mm-hmm. certainly there was a time where it felt a bit like that. When like, oh, the yeah. games workshop stores where you were like treading on eggshells, sometimes. yeah. I mean, they were they were pretty forthright. If they if they weren't doing something, it was pretty obvious they weren't doing it. Yeah.
2: And if they were doing something, it was pretty obvious they probably were doing it. Uh-huh. So you had a you got
1: a good vibe from it. Some of the answers were really good. Some of the questions were pretty dumb. Yeah. But like straight up asking, are are you developing this thing that I want? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, like it's like, well, we can't tell you. <laughs> so it <laughs> was
2: even. I think one you said there was even. Are you developing this thing that you've told us you're developing as well? yes yeah yes yes, yes. The,
1: so the, the I, I was actually the first person to ask a question because there was that usual thing of when you get a big group of nerds together mm. where no one <laughs> wants to be the first person to speak I thought yeah. right I wasn't planning to but I'll, I'll ask a question try and get the ball rolling mm-hmm. um, and the question I asked was um, they'd said earlier in the year that they would be releasing battle tomes for every grand alliance in age of sigmar Um where were were there still battle tomes to be released for all the grand alliances, mm-hmm. and they actually gave a really direct answer to that. Mm-hmm. Said uh, we've got one more uh, battle tome for each mm-hmm. grand alliance yeah. to release, which was interesting because I leave I believe a similar question was asked at a Warhammer preview at Warhammer fest around the time that the Sylvaneth release was delayed. Mm-hmm. So everyone thought that that was the last order yeah the battle told to be released but it turns out there's another one right. yeah okay in the works oh, so good. i was able to deduce from and sherlock, sherlock holmes in yeah, it. yeah
0: yeah yeah they, yeah they, they, they were also talking a bit about you know the uh, process of um analyzing the feedback from the community survey that they uh, they mentioned 165,000 responses mm-hmm. or there were thereabouts yeah uh, which is an insane amount of data to go over. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's something that they are looking into, and and they cited the sisters of battle being a product of them listening to previous surveys. Yeah. You know, that's a faction that everyone wanted, and well, not everyone, but certainly some, some people. I'll, I'll, yeah, some people were very vocal about it. Uh, and uh, they, they you know so it, it was good to get that little bit of insight into, yeah. into how uh, that feeds back into their decision making as well and they also talked a bit about you know think think like how quickly they can turn things around because obviously if something requires a new range of models that's going to take
1: years right yeah. from from product development to finished product for sale yeah because you've got concept art you've then got to do like the 3d sculpting like sometimes a bit of physical sculpting Hmm. as well Mm -hmm. but when it comes to products that
0: don't then they can get things out a bit faster
1: yeah so rules was the 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 example that they cited that um, especially in this digital age Mm -hmm. you um, and and they referred specifically to the the new process they have whereby Whenever a new uh, book is released, they aim to have the uh, errata and they're they're calling them designers commentaries now, but it's basically an FAQ. Mm -hmm. They aim to have both of those documents out for that release within two weeks. Mm -hmm. That's good. I think that shows
2: a marked change in in GW. They're responding to customer feedback. They're trying to to appease the customer's wants and desires a bit more rather than, again, just saying, this is what you're getting. Deal with it. Yeah, that's awesome. So after that, we uh, we actually played a few games. <laughs> yeah, controversially, we played games at a gaming convention elsewhere. Yeah. So yeah. we we you played a game first uh, when we went up to Smirk and Dagger. I did. I played um, Shobu. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's a game that that looks like uh, my brain would melt out my
1: ears if I was trying well, to play it. You know, it is. It looks. About to directly contradict what you said, but it's somewhat simplistic in its design. Yeah, uh, it's four grids with a rope over them, and it's just black and white stones, Mm -hmm. and it kind of resembles like a a drafts board. Yeah, Mm -hmm. um, but it's I found it really challenging Mm -hmm. because it's the you you carry out a move on one board. And then you carry out a mirror move for mm-hmm. another of your stones on another board. Mm-hmm. And the object of the game is to push all of your opponent's stones off of one board. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's very, very challenging. I think it was even more complex as
2: well because you were playing it at the end of the day. You're quite tired, yeah. you're playing against the person who made the game. Yeah. So he has a very solid grasp not only of the game yeah. rules but the strategy. Or at least he's he's working on it, yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Um so you were you kinda of had a tall order in front of you. Um I think you made a fairly good go of it. Yeah. I was kind of watching it. Um it is an interesting game but you said it's you have to take your head away from that mind space of how you would play chess or drafts. Yeah, you're Push. not capturing pieces, yeah. you're pushing them yeah. off the board. So yeah. there's more of a, a manoeuvring the opposing side rather than just taking them out of the equation. Yeah. In the same way, um, I think it's there's there's a good game there. I think it's something that it's it would take some time to get your head around it yeah. and, uh, and to to fully appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the game you would just pull out,
1: you know, for a casual. No, I don't think you know. so. Do you fancy <laughs> a quick game of Showboo? Which again it is slightly deceptive because you think with it being like a very. Uh, minimalist Mm -hmm. game with a very small component count and it being physically a very small game Mm -hmm. that it would be ten minutes for a game of Shobu Mm -hmm. but it's not no it's a
2: real uh, it's a real thinker it's a game I I would see myself sort of playing while sat in a high back leather chair the glass of whiskey fireplace you know (laughs) sat across (laughs) from an intellectual maybe we have a cigar maybe we don't you know Uh, is that
0: intellectual me no (laughs) <laughs>
2: you said that quite quickly, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> just, just no.
1: <know. laughs> I mean, you're wearing
0: pajamas right now. <laughs> hey, hey, look, right. I'm the one who's
1: wearing comfy clothes. Who's kind of, the idiot now? <laughs> it's kind of like man spreading on the couch as well. <laughs> can, can it, it look
0: it. It's been a long day. It's very hot in that convention center. This is a welcome break. All right. <laughs> I just want to get it on to my (laughs) pyjamas.
2: Yeah, look, breathable is the... Yeah. I'm sure they are. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) uh, After Shobu, I'm not sure if that visual's better or worse than me in the bath listening to the podcast.
1: Uh, I was about to take a drink, I don't want (laughs) to. I don't want anything near my mouth right now. Yeah. So after Shobu, uh, we all got together. Uh, with a few other guys
2: and we played The Menace Among Us yeah. from the same company we were joined by Lawrence from the Dice
1: Show Academy. yeah, who, what, he,
0: yeah. He, uh, regular listeners and viewers will remember Lawrence uh, not only from our Tabletop Scotland episode but from our live live stream of uh, Atmosphere, atmosphere yeah. which is the, one of the funniest hours of my life <laughs> 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 but um, they just. This experience actually kind of came close. The Menace Among Us is a hidden traitor game. Uh, it is set on a uh, starship and there are basically uh, one or two uh, menaces uh, hidden among the crew that are trying to sabotage you and run the oxygen out. So mm-hmm.
1: it's in the midst of a crisis on a ship mm-hmm. as well because the, the engines are dead. Yep. The oxygen is running out. hmm and there are two traitors yeah um, and you have to try and get the engines going again mm-hmm. keep the oxygen levels okay whilst weeding out these these traitors or menaces as they're called yeah. in, in the game yeah mm-hmm. um, I've played Battlestar Galactica a couple of times. Mm-hmm. This was very similar, but it fixes a lot of the problems with mm-hmm. Battlestar. I mean, the,
2: the run time's significantly shorter, right? Like 40 minutes, if that. Yeah, I'd say, I think all done within an hour, we had set up, played, and packed down. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And you get a similar experience. Yeah, uh, you've
2: got um, different classes that mm-hmm. have different sorts mm-hmm. of abilities. I, w- I was the chef, yeah. I'd like to point out. I like this, So you you get you have a it's a it's a deck built game, but you do build the deck at the start of the game, which right. is dependent on uh, both your your character. So who you choose. So for example, I was a I was a pilot. I was the ship's pilot. Mm. So I had a deck that was components of the pilot, but then I also had a deck that was components of the role that I had, which was the coward, yeah. who sits between the menace and, and the crew. You're know, like the floater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> charming so my deck was quite interesting because it was from the pilot side of things it was quite beneficial it was Uh all repair and and morale but from the um, coward side of things it was quite backstabby. so you had quite an interesting mechanic there as well I like that the fact that you know you've got two elements to your character that dictate how you're going to actually play the game Yeah. um, which is quite interesting Um, I did get killed really early you got Uh, stabbed in the back I got stabbed well I got a flesh wound from a radiation leak, and then a, a sound backstab from Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, he was one of the traitors.
1: Yes. Be- best friend forever now.
2: Yeah, I mean, me and him were tight. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lawrence.
0: <laughs> but no, it was a real. I I really enjoyed
1: it. The art
2: style is fantastic as well. A lot um, prettier than Battlestar as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I think it's much more child friendly if you're playing it as a family game. Yeah, you so, could. You could. Yeah. Which is. is Battlestar isn't uh-huh. um, it's a very it's a, the concept's been taken down a step so it's not quite as As I think you said it's got more moving parts
1: in Battlestar whereas this has got a lot less moving parts which keeps it Battlestar's I would say Battlestar's a little bit clunky mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's a much older game at yeah. the same time
2: so it is um, I think the Alistar's kind of reminiscent of sort of Ben 10 almost it's yeah, got that kind yeah. of vibe to it um, which I really liked uh-huh. Um the crew lost, unfortunately, in our game. Yeah, uh, dead. The menace has prevailed. You the were dumbass teammates killed me. Well, you were running rampant with the gun. To be fair.
0: Yeah, that's the uh, that's the last thing. Uh, so so you get to vote. You can. You vote on um, on who you think uh, the menace is, and
1: uh, <laughs> so we, we we dubbed the the gun the pistol of democracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and 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 you physically grab this gun to call a vote at any time. Yeah, and yeah, Ben was quite trigger happy with it.
1: Yeah, which made
0: ben, us think he was trying to derail everything.
2: It was weird because you I could see you playing beneficial for the crew, but you were oddly trigger happy with the gun that gun though but it, really, it is a really nice
1: gun albeit a piece of cardboard but a very nice yeah all joking aside though I could see that no one else was going for the gun mm-hmm. and I really wanted to see how that drove the action yeah. mm-hmm. and that's the thing is that when, when you're trying a game out for the first time you do sort of want to stress it mm-hmm. a bit I would say it drove it off a cliff <laughs> it did yeah but
2: we had fun. Going we did over a a cliff. and Louise. of <laughs> <laughs> topical reference. Wow. Yeah. When was the last time I saw that film? I imagine a while ago. Who, it was a long time? More
1: importantly, ago. who cares? <laughs> wow. That's a, that a classic yeah.
2: about feminine friendship. And you should respect that, Benjamin. Well,
1: anyway, the Menace Among Us was a really good game. Yes. Yes. Out in August. We're, we're it, probably Gen Con release yeah, I reckon yeah. mm-hmm. um, I'm really looking forward to that one now yeah. I, I thought I was going to like it but after I've played it that's it's like cemented there. Yeah. yeah yeah, definitely so that was our Friday yeah much. so then
2: Saturday today day of recording yes we had a busy day well we did lots of interviews yes.
0: lots
1: of interviews um, first first Call of Business was uh, Mozzie Games, mm-hmm. right? yeah, Taiwanese. Yeah, I I'd never heard of them actually until UK Games Expo, or at least like prior to the show when mm-hmm. they they sent out their press release, um, and they I th- I think I'd, I'd probably say that they are quite typical from what we understand of the Asian market of a games company for mm-hmm. the Asian market where it's it's very it t- tends to be like smaller more compact games mm-hmm. that complements the the smaller living space mm-hmm. that you tend to get in asia um and they they're, they're very very streamlined yeah. rule sets that you you can explain how to play them within five minutes and everyone's going and mm-hmm. it's not like some of the the heavier games we play where you're constantly asking mm-hmm. questions for the first few rounds, and then mm-hmm. something the to Tom. On. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> nah. Yeah, you don't have to do that. So we we spoke to Olivia, uh, from mozzie Games, and she uh, she guided us through uh, a game of Mini Garden, mm-hmm. uh, which is it's a tiny little box it comes in. Well, it's not yes. tiny, but it's a small box. Yeah. Um, and it's it's quite it's quite a. Strange little game, but I, I really liked it. The... I'm
0: trying to think of a, a quick way of describing it, but basically what you're doing is you have a deck of cards. Um, you have five different colours of flowers, and you are basically trying to arrange the cards in a garden so that you have the right number of flowers. <laughs> um, yeah, well... I it, it, it's a fun little game it, it took me and Ben bloody ages Olivia kicked our ass yeah. at that game because um, it took us ages to get our garden in order
1: you've got six cards and they've all got different quantities of each flower on mm-hmm. it but the, you need to match the quantities on the, the dice that you've okay. rolled for each colour and it's not like
0: that much or above it's exactsies so that's it's trickier than it sounds.
2: Sure, sure, okay.
0: Really
1: good fun. It looked pretty. Yeah, it yeah, does.
2: I can say that much. Um, I was sort of watching from from afar, not getting yeah, like a pretty um, and and it did look interesting. You know, you could see all the cards and they were quite quite colourful and eye catching. Yeah. So I think definitely uh, for a quick game, it's it's appealing. Mm-hmm. From what I saw. But the the next game we played,
1: you really liked.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, this, it was reminiscent... Uh, it, it reminded me, rather, of Baron Park, but with an extra element to it, which I thought mixes it up and make, it makes it complex enough to get quite interesting games like out of it. Baron Park, uh, with card
1: drafting. Yeah. Um, it was called Horticulture Master. There's a gardening theme yeah. here. Not
0: all of their games are garden-themed, I will say.
1: These were just the two that... Because um, Mozzie have quite a lot of games yeah. with them and quite a lot of games coming out this year. But they were the two um, that when we sat down and she asked what, what do you want to look at? Um we said those two. yeah oh, games. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> we have one of team. one of that, Tom. Men men of green thumbs. I no no qualms with that as well.
1: I, I quite like animals and nature themes, yeah. so mm-hmm. that, that's probably why I so what was this uh was it horticultural master horticulture master oh, horticulture yeah. master. So yeah. what, what's the script for that one so you you can draft uh, like water cards like sunlight yeah. cards um there's a, a sort of greenery card mm-hmm. but there's like fire and snow okay that you can draft and you can use them as wild cards to pay for flowers and mm-hmm. for tools for your garden um, but the, the way that the fire and the snow work in the drafting is really really neat because okay. what happens is once you've drafted all the cards move down when fire moves down it burns the next card in right, the sequence okay. yeah but when snow moves down it stays there right yeah, it okay. freezes it frozen in, in place yeah. Yeah, okay that's quite interesting I like the idea of trading fire for
2: flowers sort of going into the gardeners <laughs> with a handful of fire yeah. <laughs> two flowers please going <laughs> to the, same... the Chelsea flower <laughs> show <laughs> with a flamethrower and somehow coming out with loads of
1: bouquet <laughs> flowers yeah it is a nice way of representing in a game the cycle of renewal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you do need to burn away mm-hmm. parts of a garden to yeah. maintain it don't you? yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. and then there's that idea of like the, the snow mm-hmm. sort of getting rid of all the, the old growth to mm-hmm. make way for the new Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah how profound yeah so the the baron park element is uh, comes in that each of the the tiles which are it's like tetris shapes mm-hmm. all different kinds they're worth different amounts of points um and you you pay a cost in the elements and tools for these pieces mm-hmm. and it it just comes down to whoever has the the best garden at mm-hmm. the end wins. Okay, and that, that was really close actually because I think it was 14 to me 13 to Olivia, and then t- was it 11? to you?
0: yeah that was like one turn away from completing my garden yeah. so it was <laughs> a really tight
1: game <laughs> yeah um, really really nice looking game as well yeah very pretty yeah. very pretty it's got like little stags and boars running about the gardens I as saw well. that I
2: thought that was really nice you had like little standy type things yeah I like uh, was the things, boar yeah.
1: yeah just yeah yeah I went with a stag but by the end of it you've got this really nice sort of Japanese mm. style garden uh-huh. with little bits of wildlife okay that's interesting frolicking through it <laughs> so that that, that so, game seeing a hole in the side right now <laughs> yeah that game ticked a lot of boxes for
2: me mm. that's cool So following that we we sauntered over
0: to Modiphius, Uh, we had a chat with uh, Chris who is the lead designer for uh, the new Elder Scrolls game that they're doing, and we captured the interview uh, on the Tashcam so hopefully you'll get a chance to hear verbatim uh, what we had to say about uh, the new game but it's safe to say we're excited it looks good the minis look great mm-hmm. yeah, as well uh, and uh, yeah
1: we'll watch this space for more news on that yeah um, and we we got a, a look at some of the miniatures mm-hmm. as well we we, did, we, yeah. we thought that the only one that they had to show off was the the Dragonborn mini the, the Dragonborn triumphant that you and I both picked up yeah the, the promo they yeah. had a, a limited quantity mm-hmm. for sale over the show but they they had in the display cabinet um some storm cloaks mm-hmm. some imperials and some undead as well i think there was a female dragonborn as well at the front like With the there's, shield there's, yeah yeah I there's think the male so. one that we've picked up and i think there's a female version as well think, yes because i i think that was essentially the contents of the the corset yeah that we saw there yeah potentially really good stuff really
2: nice models very detailed as well i love those storm cloaks yeah mm. The one thing I do really like about this, as a, as an avid role player, is they said it's going to be more narrative focused, yeah, rather than war game focused. So I will let the interview do the talking on that, but that's the thing that's got got me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for it definitely. I want to see how that pans out. Yeah, I, th- I think it holds a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, so we also
1: um, in- got a chance to interview Tristan from All or Nothing as well. Yeah, he uh, gave us a bit of a, a walk through through life form. We still not played it. Really want to play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I really like the uh, these sort of asymmetrical uh, one versus many type mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. And it's this is basically Alien. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. They they don't shy away from it either. Yeah. <laughs> like, um,
0: so it, yeah, he was kind enough to show us that, and in the interview we chat a bit about uh, some of the other things that uh, Hall or Nothing are coming out with, uh, including Saint like Saint Elmo's Pay, which I'm really looking forward to, um, and uh, a teaser of the of their new game uh, as well. But uh, again, we'll let the interview Sublime do. Dark, yeah, I think it's called. Yeah, we'll let the interview
1: do the talking there. Um, in terms of what else we played today, we um, played Tales of Glory from Ankama. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a bit of a curveball yeah, for yeah. both of
2: us, actually, wasn't it, Tom? It, it was not what I expected it to be, but not in a bad way. Yeah. It, was, it was different. So I, you, you get given a hero, you get kind of a little square hero card, and you've got some, some very basic abilities, like you have a bit of magic or a bit of combat, and you start off with some resources. And then you kind of, you purchase from a pool... Uh-huh. Um, and it's kind of a hidden purchase mechanic um, and then you build sort of a grid off your hero which tells their story mm-hmm. now when you, you pitch that to me I kind of envision this very narrative driven game
1: yeah I, I thought maybe it was going to be you know like a, elements of like, the gloom card game mm-hmm. where you have to like actually weave a story around whatever actions you're undertaking yeah. you don't do that so. at <laughs> all no there's there's no narrative <laughs> no,
2: no that's off the table so you you basically purchase these cards and they've got various things like they've got sort of lo- very basic locations magical items like axes or boots monsters like i think there was a skeleton and a, a yeah, giant bandits sort of cat and thing things and bandits well. you build this sort of uh, this grid of your adventures yeah but Part of the 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 sort of techniques is that you actually have to place them tactically to unlock things on the cards, so you unlock mm. buffs to your character to yeah. increase your magic or your combat, or gold that gets pulled in your victory pile at the end, or things like that. So it's it's not what I expected it to be, but it's it was still a lot of fun, and I would have actually liked to have played it through because we only played the first age, yeah, and there's three ages of play. Yeah, three ages are acts, yeah, too, which um, show your kind of your. Beginning of your career, the middle of your career, and then like your sort of legacy at the end of your mm-hmm. career. I was saying to you
1: afterwards that I felt like it was quite a a faithful adaptation of like the the, the sort of master system style dungeon mm-hmm. crawler. Ah, oh, yeah. Even down to the fact that all the character art. Was the they were like chibis? Yeah, yeah, I had fat red, and <laughs> was mine. Yeah, I was like a paladin dude, and you had some crazy berserker woman. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah oh, it was. uh It was alright. It was uh, a bit. of it. it didn't wow me,
0: to
2: be honest. but yeah, It's not one that I'd sort of be dashing to pick up. Mm-hmm. But I think if I saw it and I had a few quid in my pocket, I'd probably pick it up because I could see it being quite a good one to play with your family. Yeah. Um, it's not too complex, or just if you just want a very quick you know i don't, i wouldn't say it's even a quick game but a fairly simple game yeah. it's not going to overly drain you it's but there's a tactical element yeah
1: it's not very strategically taxing yeah mm-hmm. Um, but it certainly is visually very polished as mm-hmm. we've come to expect from ankh hmm Yeah, it looked it looked beautiful. Like mm-hmm. even I think we only got five or six
2: tiles in the, the little demo we yeah. played, but even that little display put together looked really nice. Yeah,
1: and I think I think even if you don't win the game, it's one of those ones with the like a lot of games where there's a tableau building element mm-hmm. that there's something quite satisfying about just looking at what you've built mm-hmm. at the end of the game. And I uh, I won that demo.
2: That so was good. There we go. Get that brag in. Didn't I, Josh? Yeah. yeah.
0: There you go. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, and uh, we we swung by uh, stuff by Bez as well. We did. Yeah. Uh, caught up with her. Uh, captured that on the tash Cam as well. Yeah. So I got a
1: bit of an interview with her because this I think this is the first UK Games Expo where she's had Kitty Cataclysm and the Wibble Deluxe. Yes deck for Mm -hmm. sale so she she had a pretty big stand as well yeah yeah. before as well and a a little army of of volunteers as well very nice i missed this i had to rest my my old man legs yeah yeah. so let you guys go off you retreated to the press Mm -hmm. center i did the the press room (laughs) just just before i went to interview her she's like i'm I'm just going to get a tomato and she reached behind the stand and just Pull out this blue bag full of tomatoes. And just sort of ate a tomato? Just yeah. ate a tomato. Okay, fair <laughs>
2: enough. Right. <laughs> so, you've got to keep your, your energy levels up. Mm. Yeah, with that's, ver- that's a very healthy snack. It yeah. is.
1: It's just, it's just like, you know, like the, the blue bags you get at the off-sales? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Just one of them, just full of tomatoes.
0: I, I don't know, maybe. Be- is Bez, like, planning on using them on something
2: she doesn't like? I don't know but say it,
1: it was kind of on brand for Bez as well oh it's it? red yeah. yeah so that works Back,
2: bag of tomatoes always be on brand yeah
0: yeah that's it oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we got a game of village attacks
1: we did and, and we I got games. to be a librarian <laughs> did yeah, yeah you a library, library. yeah <laughs> we
0: were playing a scenario basically where we had to uh, collect some books to shut down some portals while managing the like the the wave of villagers coming in
1: as well, mm-hmm. so I basically left you guys to while well, I ran about gathering books.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. just go, shh, <laughs> while we're all fighting off these
2: villagers. I was I was really overwhelmed because I came into this a little bit late. Yeah, you guys had already started when I turned <gasps> up. Yeah, take this card. And this guy given given a and <laughs> an <laughs> handful of dice, and they were like roll the dice, and I was like, okay, now what? <laughs> uh I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm frightened and I'm alone. <laughs> um but it was actually really cool. And I like the fact there's there's models for all the villagers, there's models for all the characters. Uh, there's you've got the kind of like the the cardboard
1: board. Yeah. Um I felt like it was quite fortuitous that you got that character as well because I think if I had to pick a character for you to play it probably would have been that probably would have been my
2: god. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh he was really cool actually. I like the fact I just kind of went into a room and just blew off the, the people in it up in, yeah. in one move I must admit I had the guy who was running it What's was his name uh, uh, Ben Ben uh, other oh, Ben uh, <laughs> was, yeah. was, was Ginger Ben was running it for us uh, and he basically sort of he very very
1: kindly guided
2: me yeah, yeah, he was really turn.
1: good. Yeah, uh, I thought he did a great job. I think like considering that. he was probably dying inside after having yeah. like demoed games for two days because we we rocked up at almost five o'clock. Yeah, so it was like just before close. Last orders. Yeah. basically Show
2: us this now, please. <laughs> <laughs> probably must have loved us. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but I, I I loved that. I thought it was really cool. I I did feel for you in your your bookends at the
1: the back but hey someone had to do it yeah it was quite funny though it was like, you guys are all dying out there and I'm just going through some, <laughs> going through some books mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that was our Saturday uh, and now we're here so we've we focused on a lot of good things uh yes but we would be remiss if we didn't cover. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I kind of hoped we wouldn't have to talk about this but unfortunately um something happened at the expo um, that the BBC have actually mm-hmm. reported on so basically what's
0: happened is uh, as, as you'll no doubt be aware um, it's not just a trade floor and new games uh, there are organised play uh, events happening all across and a lot of RPG games yep. and uh, there was one particular incident where a GM in the setting of, um, not Tales from the Loop. Tales from the Flood. Tales from the Flood. Uh, it's the same game Same universe, universe yeah. Uh, the GM um, subjected the player characters to being kidnapped and to be the victims of uh, sexual violence in a game that,
2: uh, well, it's it's focused on a teenage player uh, teenage character groups so yeah. your characters are going to be sort of adolescents to maybe 16, 17, 18 it's Stranger tops.
1: Things the role playing game basically yeah it's in that ballpark
2: yeah. so and and the the
0: game wasn't marked as having mature content uh, Expo have done a very good job I think in managing the situation in, as quickly and as sensitively as possible uh they have removed the gm from the expo and the hilton Mm -hmm. uh, as well Uh, he or she has been uh banned for the rest of the event Mm -hmm. and for the foreseeable future as well Uh, and they've made a commitment to re-evaluating their uh, vetting process uh to before allowing people to gm games although uh, from what I understand, they already have a, a vetting process um, and you don't really anticipate someone coming up and
2: doing this. I think the, the unfortunate thing for X1, I think they've handled it in the best possible way they could it, for what is in many ways an unforeseeable circumstance. Because no matter how much you vet, no matter how much pre, pre-prep you put into it, you don't know what someone else is going to do when putting control of the table. So, so, it's very difficult, and I, I don't think you can hold Expo accountable for someone else's actions. And the way they've handled it is is incredibly professional, incredibly swift, mm-hmm. um, and they've they've sort of, as far as, as we understand it from what's been publicized, um, have addressed the issue firsthand. Uh-huh. Um, which I don't think you could ask for anything more. So, while it's obviously a very
1: unfortunate circumstance that it ever happened, and it should never have happened. Well, that this is it, right? And- the thing that really annoys me about this... There's a lot of things that annoy me about it, but one thing in particular that, that irritates me is that The there's a whole lot of people out there and this is the first time they'll hear about Expo mm-hmm. is, is through this, this news item. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just sad. It, it's such yeah. a freak occurrence for something like this. It's it is, yeah. it is far from the norm and it's why... It, it's why word spread so quickly about mm-hmm. it and it's why such drastic measures were taken against mm-hmm. it yeah if you think how many people come to
2: our Expo, how many people play role playing games or board games and the scale of, over the course of the weekend of how many games will be played by those people, this is one incident and I think it's, it's unfortunate that the media are going to focus on as you correctly point out a very isolated and yeah. freak incident um, is what people are going to take away from this and we don't want to focus on it too much because we don't want to take this away from it. Nope. Um, and I hope the people that it did affect, you know, have a, have a good time in every other way. And this doesn't impact it in, in too much of a negative way. And they do come back to the convention because uh, I was heavily involved in the RPG scene at expo a couple of years ago and, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I've really enjoyed this weekend so far as well. So hopefully, uh, the the quick response has mitigated it as best they can. And moving forward, people see a more positive side. What well, we will continue to do because we do have, of course, one more day of Expo as well that we'll be reporting on. We do one more
1: very exciting day. I'm
2: looking forward to. Yes. It. Yeah,
1: the last day, and we do have a whole bunch of interviews and reviews. Yeah. All sorts of things coming. Lots mm-hmm. of work off the back of this. Yeah. <laughs> Keep us busy. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, but until next time, guys, take care. I'll uh, see you soon.
1: Bye! Bye.